The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the 20 greatest ties in the history of college football. In our last podcast, we counted down numbers 20 through 11. So this is it today. We're counting down numbers 10 through 1. So without further ado, here we go. Number 10. Florida State 31, Florida 31, November 26, 1994. It's called the choke at Doak, and it was a game played between number seven Florida State and number four Florida, and it tied the NCAA record for the biggest fourth quarter comeback. Now, both cross-state rivals, Florida and Florida State, came into the game nine and one. Again, this game was at Doak Campbell Stadium, and in the fourth quarter, Florida won, was up 31 to 3. I'll say that again, a 28-point lead, 31 to 3. But the Seminoles scored four fourth quarter touchdowns to tie the game at 31. Well, the postseason Sugar Bowl featured a rematch. And before the game, the scoreboard reflected the following fifth quarter. Number nine, California zero, Washington and Jefferson zero, January 2nd, 1922. This was the Rose Bowl. California entered the game 9-0. This was the second year of legendary coach Andy Smith's Wonder Teams. They were riding an 18-game winning streak and would go on to win the national championship that season. They were 14-point favorites on Washington and Jefferson. But Washington and Jefferson was undefeated 10-0. And they didn't allow a team to get within seven points of them all season. Well, in fact, the presidents, Washington and Jefferson, actually outrushed California 144-49 to yards and didn't allow a single passing yard. But the lone tie derailed the perfect season for the Cal Bears. Number eight, Vanderbilt zero, Michigan zero, October 14th, 1922. Michigan was 1-0. They were coached by the legend Fielding Yost. He faced his brother-in-law, Dan McGugan, who coached at Vanderbilt, and Vanderbilt was 2-0. So this game was a spectacle. It was played at Vanderbilt. Students, alumni, politicians attended the inaugural game of Dudley Field, largest football stadium dedicated, uh, largest stadium dedicated to football in the South. Now in the first half, after a 20-yard punt return gave Michigan great field position, the Wolverines drove the two-yard line where they faced a fourth and goal, and they lined up for what would be an apparent field goal. They faked it and would stop one foot short. Second half, defenses took over. This scoreless tie, 0-0, was the only blemish on either team's schedule. Michigan would finish 6-0-1. Vanderbilt would finish 8-0-1. Number seven, 
Minnesota 6, Michigan 6, Halloween night, October 31st, 1903. Oh, what a game. Michigan entered the game 7-0. They would go on to finish a run from 1901 to 1905 undefeated, going 55-0-1. This was the one right there. Minnesota entered the game 10-0. They had shut out nine of the 10 teams they faced. They would finish the 1903 season and subsequent 1904 season undefeated. 27-0-1, the one was this lone tie. There's more. It pitted coaching legends, Fielding Yost, Michigan, Henry L. Williams, Minnesota. Now, back in 1903, touchdowns were five points, so Michigan went up six to nothing. But the Gophers tied the game at six in the closing moments. Number six, Michigan 10, Ohio State 10, November 24th, 1973 forever known as the game that cost the Wolverines the Rose Bowl vote. Number one, Ohio State entered the game 10-1. and one. They had the best scoring defense in the nation, 5.8 points per game. Michigan was number four. They were 10-0 and 0 as well. They had the second best scoring defense, 6.2 points per game. This game was played at the big house. It pitted the top two defenses in the nation. It was a classic. Michigan missed a pair of field goals in the final one minute and 10 seconds of the game. So the 10-10 tie stood. Many observers felt Michigan dominated that day. But the next day, the athletic directors in the Big Ten voted Ohio State into the Rose Bowl game. Why? Dennis Franklin was the Wolverine quarterback, and he broke his collarbone. And that may have swung the vote because it was thought that Ohio State would have a better chance representing the Big Ten in the Rose Bowl. Number five. This one's just plain strange sometimes we have a game that's just strange strange enough to make our top five this is it i did a podcast on this game texas tech zero centenary zero number november 11th 1939 if you haven't heard this one listen carefully in one of the most bizarre games ever played due to a heavy downpour that flooded the field the two teams played to a scoreless tie there was a record 77 punts that's not all 67 punts were on first down. The puddles rose above the players' ankles. Both coaches were afraid of a mistake, and so they would punt when they got the ball, primarily in the second half, on first down. Number four, Michigan State 10, Notre Dame 10, November 19, 1966. Notre Dame, number one, had ended the game 8-0. Michigan State, number two, number two ended the game 9-0. It was hailed as the game of the century. Why not? It was number one versus number two. Now, after Michigan State jumped out to a 10 to nothing lead in the first half, Notre Dame tied the game early in the fourth quarter. Then things got interesting and a little bit controversial. It's not what happened, but what did not happen. With a little less than a minute and a half left in the game, Notre Dame had the ball first down on their own 30-yard line. Game scored 10 to 10 again. It was number one versus number two. Notre Dame coach Ara Parsegian chose to run out the clock to preserve the tie. And he said after the game that his team had fought so hard to get to that point, he didn't want to lose it. The result, Notre Dame won the national championship and Michigan did not. Number three, Army 21, Navy 21, November 27th, 1948. This tie is just a head scratch, no matter how you look at it. Army and Navy, 21 to 21 tie, 1948. Army entered the game 8-0. Navy entered the game 0-8. Navy was a 20-point underdog. 
Navy's Bill Hawkins led the midshipmen to the implausible upsetting tie, if you will, as his touchdowns tied the game at 14 and then again at 21. To top it off, Hawkins batted away a fourth down pass at game's end. This tie, even though it's a tie, is considered one of the great upsets you'll ever see. Number two, Harvard beat Yale 29-29. On November 23rd, 1968, the Harvard Crimson entered the game 8-0. This was the game, right? Yale Bulldogs entered the game 8-0. This is the game. They're both 8-0. What's at stake? The Ivy League title. The Crimson led 29-13 with just under a minute to play. Then the Crimson went on a 14-play, 86-yard drive to close the gap to 29-21 with 42 seconds remaining. A successful two-point conversion, a recovered onside kick, followed by a 14-yard run and a face mask penalty, all set up the most famous last two plays. With four seconds remaining on the last play of the game, Harvard's quarterback Frank Champy avoids a pass worse and finds Vic Gatto in the end zone. So with no time on the clock going for the two-point conversion, Chompy hits Pete Varney to complete the implausible comeback. 16 points in the final 42 seconds. The next day, the Harvard Crimson prints the famous headlines, Harvard beat Yale 29-29. Well, we're down to number one. What I consider the most famous tie in the history of college football. Do you know what it is? I'll give you a minute. Uh, not a minute, but a couple of seconds. Think about it. What's missing from the list? Here it is. The number one most incredible tie in history of college football. Army zero, Notre Dame zero. November 9th, 1946. Number one Army faced number two Notre Dame, both undefeated. Number one Army faced number two Notre Dame at Yankee Stadium in front of over 73,000. Number one Army faced number two Notre Dame at Yankee Stadium in front of over 73,000 fans. It matched coaching legends, Army's Rick Blake and Notre Dame's Frank Leahy. As coaching legends, they had, between them, seven national championships. Three for Blake, four for Leahy. Both teams, unbeaten, untied. Now, Army had won the national championship in 45 and 46. Spoiler alert, Leahy would go on to win national championships after this game for the next four years. Now, Notre Dame had outgained Army by 40 yards. Army, in turn, moved inside Notre Dame 36 times. This colossal battle ended in a scoreless tie, ending Army's 25-game winning streak. Both teams finished undefeated. They had the one tie. What happened? The AP voted Notre Dame national champions. Well, there you have it. The greatest 20 ties in the history of college football. Today, we counted down numbers 10 to 1. Thank you for listening to the History of College Football. I am Jay Bumson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.